Outside by George Michael from his compilation greatest hits album ladies and gentlemen the best of George Michael and it was produced by today's returning guest Johnny Douglas hi my name is James Rodriguez Horton the host of the original doll on the original doll I unpackage music with the people who create it we go behind the scenes and learn about all these great stories from these great artists and producers and songwriters and more everyone from today's topic George Michael to Britney Spears Janet Jackson Kylie Minogue so many others so be sure to subscribe and and follow us on Instagram, the.original.doll. Now, I wanted to point out something a little bit different with George Michael's Outside, is that when it was released in the United States, it would go on to be number three on the dance club songs, and it would chart there for almost three months. The other thing is, internationally, it would be number one in Spain, in Greece, in Hungary, and number two in the UK on their official singles charts. And in Australia and Belgium, and in the UK, it would be gold certified. Now, the actual album that the song Outside is from, ladies and gentlemen, well, it was released at the end of October 1998, and within two months in the United States, it would be platinum with sales over a million copies. Then, within two years, it was double platinum. Now, here's a little bit more on the universal side, is in the UK, the compilation would go on to be certified nine times platinum. And it would be platinum and multi-platinum in over 15 countries in the world. When I talk on the original dial about all of these songs and artists and these global successes, this is one of those. Now, the compilation album, ladies and gentlemen, The Best of George Michael, would go on to exceed sales of 10 million copies worldwide. So what I want you to do today is after you hear this, Go download, purchase on iTunes. We have a huge uh, European audience right here. So Poland, Bulgaria, Estonia, everyone, Moldova, everyone uh, that has been listening to the original doll with James Rodriguez, go ahead and buy it, stream it. Uh, it's one of those albums that you forget, for me, how many great songs George Michael had until I just press play. So we're going to get right to this. And a big shout out to Jeff, uh, one of the... Uh, people who I know who is a huge George Michael fan and has always been. So shout out to him. But today we learn about the creation of Outside and how that incident that happened with George Michael in the spring of 1998, how that influenced it and the video specifically. 
But I want to give a big shout out to my Patreon patrons. Thank you so much for following. And for everyone else, go to www.theoriginaldoll.com. And as with every episode of The Original Doll, any audio recording, ripping, stealing is strictly prohibited in every country in the world. So if you see any snippets online, please report those to the webmaster. But we're going to get right to this. And don't forget, this week we're going to be releasing multiple episodes with Johnny Douglas and some episodes with some Britney Spears producers and songwriters. So be on the lookout. My name is James Rodriguez Horton. This is The Original Doll. <laughs> the Original Doll. I love that. All right. Next we have now you're working on uh, the greatest hits for George Michael, ladies and gentlemen, the best of George Michael. Uh, John Douglas, knowing how terribly the media would treat George Michael, were you concerned with your reputation or if you get work after working on the single outside? We now hear that during the time Hollywood and the entertainment industry, we kind of talked about this a little bit ago, would recommend straight people avoid from playing gay or just don't talk about gay things and keep your sexuality hidden. As a straight man, were you ever concerned you'd work again, knowing that George was going to bring to light this cruising situation? And that was from Lance in Nashville. Nah, never, never crossed my mind at all. You see, the thing is, it's like, you know, you you can't have, you cannot be in the entertainment industry and have any kind of phobias at all. You know, I mean, you can't be racist, you can't be gay, you can't be anti-Semite. Because the entertainment industry is completely an ecosystem of everybody. So you cannot, you cannot be any of those things and want to get into the film industry, media, whatever it is. Forget it. You, you know, that's when you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really give two fucks about whether somebody in Wyoming decides that they're not going to listen to my record anymore because how dare you? That's, I'm glad... Fuck you. I'm glad you're not listening to my records, you fucking ignorant twat. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. Well, and that's why they're know, on the outside. Like, <laughs> that's why they're on the outside. You know, it's like, you know, I've walked into, you know, I remember having a meeting with um, Clive Davis when he was, you know, running Arista or J Records. And it was literally, it was literally a gay record label. Everybody signed there was gay and everybody that worked there was gay. And yeah, I've walked into you know the Dorchester Hotel, and there's there was literally a guy answered the door who looked like he was in the village fucking people, with a big handlebar mustache and a white vest. And hi, you know, oh, so you of, remember me? Yeah, yeah, hey, that's right, you. Yeah. You know, and kind of went into this very kind of flowery Dorchester kind of suite. And, you know, but the majority of artists that were signed there were, were gay. And the majority of people that worked there were kind of gay. You know, it's like, you don't even think twice about it. It's just part of, it's just part of the, the ecosystem of the entertainment worlds. You know, if, you've, mm-hmm. if you have any kind of, you know, things that make you feel, you know, discomfort, then that, you've, you've got issues, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? They, that's when you've got problems, you know, it's well, like... And there must be a part of you, though, too, that's like, I feel like in talking with many of the creatives, like, pushing that envelope is always, it's like, yeah, let's let's go somewhere where we didn't go before. That mm-hmm. there's that 
fun part of it, not trying to go here, same thing, same thing, same thing, same thing, that you're like, you know what? If people are offended, they're offended. Just like they could have been offended at disco early on, or they could have been offended, you know, there's so many reasons to be offended for whatever, if somebody's looking to be offended. But I feel like the creative side of you is like, no, we're not going to, if that's where the, the song takes you, let it go there. Yeah, I mean, you know, outside was, you know, I got I got a call from George literally about eight hours after he'd been released from jail. <laughs> and literally it was like, I've got this song. We'd obviously written it before. Um, I'm coming back. We're working on it. And I'm like, fuck yeah, because it's the best way you know, if I think if you kind of shy away from those things and, and act embarrassed about it, I mean, really, I mean, it was public. So, yeah, you're going to be a bit embarrassed by it. But really, I think it was very liberating for him. You know, and I don't, you know, I don't think of, I just think of the music. I just think about, all right, he sent me like, he sent me like a verse, bridge and a chorus, rough idea, sketch. And I just, I just focus on the music. I don't think about, I just focus on trying to make the best thing that I can make and what I love. And I hope that other people love it too. If, if, if people aren't going to listen to it because of politics behind it or what they agree with or what they don't agree with, that doesn't even come into it for me. It's about this. All, the, all that matters to me is the music. What's it like? Is it a great record? Is it a great song? Is this is this artist being real? Is that are they really expressing themselves and saying what they want to say? And that was the ultimate pinnacle of of kind of that, of kind of going fuck you, media. I'm not going to be. Why should I be embarrassed or you know ashamed about kind of what's happening? I'm going to shove it in your face. And the video made it even more. Oh yeah even made made it even more brilliant um you know and you know maybe the kind of you know the bible belt of kind of middle america would have been right that's it we're canceling george michael um they would have canceled they would they canceled him a long time you know what i mean like and it's funny because i'm here in chicago and it, it when we talk about like the middle of the country i'm like people chicago's in the middle of the country too i was like we have house music uh, which people get offended by. But what I loved is that outside, when it came out, it was like gold in the UK. It was like a top two hit. In the US, it was like a dance chart number three. So the funny thing is, all these people are like, is it going to ruin his career? No, no, it didn't. Yeah. And, 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 and in, in points, it did better than some of the other singles did. So it's yeah. like, after all this, not only did he face it head on, and as a, as a listener, he faced it head on sonically, but then visually... And then he's just like, here, everyone, do if you don't want to buy the song, you don't have to. Buy, I'm not forcing you to buy the song. I have enough money. And to me, it was that it was almost like I always thought of him as like this rock star. To me, that was the most rock star anti whatever you want to say, because not only did he have like the critical acclaim from it, you had the commercial success from it. And so yeah. he's just probably sitting at the end of like a business table going, what now? What now? everyone?" Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, I don't think that. I mean, from a record point of view, I think I think it was the video that 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 pushed 
the boundary of it kind of more. You know, when you've got two, you know, a couple of muscle guys on a rooftop making out with each other. That's that's when I kind of went, oh, he went there. And, you know, but, you know, the, the whole policeman outfit thing, I was like, oh, he went there as well. I think songwise, you know, we just made, you know, we just made a great, or what I would perceive to be a great, a great record. You know, he's, his, you know, his lyrics were always there. Again, I've said it before. They're always very, you know, ambiguous. You could take it either way, and this is and this is what I mean. You got to, you got to make music for everybody, and you've got to make it in a way that doesn't doesn't alienate people, and that anybody can kind of like relate to it. And you know, because essentially we're all just human beings, and we all want the same things. You know, we mm. all want love, and we all want to survive, and we don't want to die. And we all want to make sure that we don't that we can eat, and that you know they're they're all just standard kind of human things. And I think you know when you make records that are, that anybody can kind of tap into, or records that have like double meanings, you could take it oh, yeah. either way. You know what I mean? And if if you're from this sector of society, you can listen to it and go, "I know exactly what he's saying," and somebody over there can say exactly the same thing. And really, mm. the only person that really knows is the guy who wrote it, you know. And I think that's that to me is what outside kind of was. It was just about having sex outside, and I thought that was I thought that was brilliant. And then the video, the video, the visuals is when he really kind of pushed it, and I and, thought it was amazing. And that was one of those things where it's and for the for the listeners and for the first time listeners, don't forget I will. Send, I send out an email link with all ways to purchase the albums, you know, to purchase the full digital albums or if there's first print or still in print. And then I send out like links with all the different videos and things like that we talk about through the official pages. Well, th- this goes back to this. If George Michael made a shit song, it would not have done anything. Yeah. But when he made a good song that you couldn't deny, that's the, that's the part of it. He's like this bard, if you will. I could just imagine him just smirking his way through these lyrics and going, okay, great. We have yeah. the melody. We have the lyrics. Yeah. He was, <laughs> it was just that it was just a way of just doing a big kind of like, fuck you. I'm not gonna, I'm not going to be ashamed. I'm not going to go under a rock and disappear for two years because I'm so embarrassed. It's like, no, it's the total opposite. I'm mm. going to, I'm going to celebrate this fact. And I think, you know, if you've been, if you've been kind of like closeted away for all this time, probably the, 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 the relief of, of it, because, you know, I, I, you know, I don't know what it's like to go around pretending that my sexuality is anything other than it is. Mm-hmm. And I can't, I can't imagine the, the pain of that, but also just the, the frustration of it and the, just the general kind of like annoyance of it. Um, and I think, you know, with him, you know, being, you know, teen pinup guy, you know, to the girls for all these years, I think probably the relief of it, he was probably like, fuck yeah, I can now actually be who, who the hell I want to be. And it's not like he did anything bad. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not like it's not like he did anything that was like, oh my god, that's just terrible. He just got a bit horny in a toilet with somebody who happened to be a copper, mm-hmm. you know, policeman. But it's like there's worse things in life than that, you know. So it's like, why be, 
why be ashamed of that? I think the relief of it was probably an amazing thing for him to be able to actually be who he was. Um, and we just celebrated that. With yeah. Some dirty-ass kind of disco tune. Hopping out because I wanted to talk about Outside and I wanted to have this as its own episode because as we've talked about with Britney Spears, with Janet Jackson, how the media likes to, you know, raise these people up and then tear them down. In many times they like to exploit, the media likes to exploit the behind the scenes, the bedroom activity of each of these artists saying, should they be doing that? Should they not be doing that? And it's almost like sexuality became weaponized where I was reading articles and interviews early on of many LGBT um, artists in the 80s. And, you know, if they, they didn't say that they were gay to the public or anything like that, sometimes you would see media or reporters say, oh, you're fabulous or flowery. They would use these, these descriptive words that, you know, implied almost as if it's like, we know, we know about you. And it just kind of is bizarre now thinking of that. And, and there are still items that um, happen that way. And I just think I look at all of the, you know, celebrity controversies. You know, we have, you know, R&B singers and, and athletes that have, you know, killed people, you know, car accidents, intentional, not intentional. You know, you have all of these other things in the world. And you look back through and go, what was the media trying to point out? And I feel like in the situation with George Michael, it's like, oh, you are bad. You need to be shamed for what you did because we knew who you were, but you didn't tell everyone what the truth was. It was very much like that. So if you go through these articles and interviews, you know, and I made reference in the last episode about George Michael that the one of the first things that comes up from the reporter is, you know, basically, are you gay? And George Michael, like right off the bat, and his response like, wait, what? Are you interested? Like, why is this important? And I think that when we go back through and look at what we would consider now cringeworthy reports or interviews, you just go, man, these artists had to deal with a lot of that. And I just wanted this episode to kind of let it sit with you so you can think about this in this, in this situation of Britney Spears or Janet Jackson, where how did the media treat people? What was necessarily wrong in this? What were they trying to point out? What were they trying to make somebody feel shamed about? So I'm going to let you sit with that. But have no fear. We have more coming up with Johnny Douglas. We talk about All Saints, his work with them, Kylie Minogue, and more. And we have Britney Spears songwriters and producers coming out this week, too. So be sure to subscribe on your preferred streaming platform and follow me on Instagram, thought.original.doll, and on Twitter at James Rodriguez, R-O-D-R-I-G-U-E-Z. And I started a TikTok the James Rodriguez. You can find it there. My name is James Rodriguez Horton. This is The Original Doll, and I'll see you on the flip side. The Original Doll.